welcome back to the HU Repair Podcast. I'm Demario Bertie Harris. Since the 1960s civil rights movement, African Americans have received notable representation in the history curriculum of American K-12 public schools. We now find segments of our past being taught to students regardless of their race, but it varies immensely how often this history is visited and what exactly it encompasses. This has created various levels of understanding throughout the nation, which has helped to sustain misconceptions about black individuals. Today, we will be exploring the theme of educational repair by discussing how the American public school system leaves out African-American history by touching on the following points. How we know this is happening, why this is happening, and what can be done. To define just what exactly African-American history is, we invite one of our College Hole North correspondents, Delaney Buckner. Hi Delaney, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Could you define what black history is and what is wrong with how public school systems commonly cover it? Sure, Demario. You see, I find that it's a common malpractice in the American education system that teachers are required to go into depth about the history of Europeans, but you know they neglect to inform students about the histories of African Americans beyond those of slavery. Mm -hmm. Many children go through life with the belief that prior to European influence, Africans were barbaric animals in need of the white man's guidance. It's really sad. It is. You know, this myth has infiltrated the American education system and it has even filled the minds of people globally. The people of Africa are actually, were actually very content and they were operating efficiently, but since the governments and politics were not conventional to the Western hegemonic ideals, they were deemed inferior. Well, this is true. Do you have an example of this? Well, yeah, they had their economies and their politics that reflected closely to democracy and social customs that allowed for successful growth throughout each ethnic group. And um, one particular case is that of Mansa Musa. Mm -hmm. He was a very prosperous em emperor from the Mali Empire. You know, it's really sad that most students are not taught about his legacy and his importance to Africa. And for me personally, I literally didn't even hear about him until my freshman year of college. It's a sad reality that the American education system has failed its constituents, but something we need to learn and grow from. Thank you, Delaney. Appreciate having you on. Thank you so much. This episode of HU Repair is brought to you by Becky Repellent for your curls. A little spritz spritz keeps unwanted advances from the Beckys of the world away from your curls. No more having to give an explanation to questions like, how did you get your hair like that? Is this how it naturally grows? A little spritz spritz of Becky Curl Repellent keeps the fingers out of your head, thus ensuring less frizz. It's truly a game changer. Go ahead and let your big old fro free. Stress free. Becky Carl Repellent, trust me. Welcome back. There's widespread suspicion about African American history being neglected, but how do we actually know? With me now is Truth Hall correspondent Ryan Hightower. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you for having me. So could you provide any evidence to back up this argument? Is there tangible proof for this? Yes, I'd be glad to. So in 2015, there was a research project carried out by Auburn Research. They carried out a survey that showed that teachers are really not teaching about African-American history in our schools. They mm -hmm. dedicate about one or two lessons to it and then move forward, leaving our, our young scholars with this lack of knowledge about the positive black leaders in our history. When students were asked to name the most famous leaders, they named Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, and Martin Luther King. They can only name these people because that's all they're taught and the curriculum never changes. Mm -hmm. I also read an article by Jamila Pitts, and she took an approach to say African-American history is taught in an isolated way. 
And I have to say, I completely agree. Because of because outside of the lesson plan, teachers will wait until Black History Month to maybe address another moment in African American history. And from a student's perspective, it could be seen that African Americans' achievements are not fit enough to be a part of their everyday academics, and that shouldn't be the message that we're sending to students. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ryan. No problem. To explain where exactly the deficiency in African history curriculum is taking place, we have Drew Hall correspondent Tyson Goucher. Hi, Tyson. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good to be here. So is African history curriculum getting left out across the nation? Is it uniform? Uh, yeah, it's actually happening all over the United States because there's no definitive countrywide standard for what schools need to teach, which is surprising. But usually when it comes to matters of policy, the public tends to look towards the federal government to lead the way, mm -hmm. but the local governments actually determine educational policy. Each school district is, is administered and financed by the community along with that district state government. So in other words, like the government provides the funding, but the schools actually, like the school districts choose what they want to teach. So, so they make the standards? Yeah. Okay. Each individual school district actually has its own process for developing curricula, but mm -hmm. the school administrators are often subject to scrutiny from members of the public that have their own idea of what should, what should be a part of the curriculum. In a way, it's really like the feelings of the public that determine like, what should be and shouldn't be taught, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That being said, because black history is not something that the general public in most states would consider to be an imperative, an imperative in reference to learning, mm -hmm. it's not a topic that gets taught thoroughly. And the federal government has close to zero policies that specify what schools have to teach. Instead, they have policies that outline what schools shouldn't teach, like bias or prejudice or sexually harassing speech, vulgarity, profanity, nudity, stuff like that. Okay. But on the bright side, there are a few states that have mandates on black history being taught in schools, like Illinois, New Jersey, and New York, mm -hmm. which is a good first step. But it's, it's probable that as long as school districts are able to determine their own curriculum and black history is not a concern for the majority of the public, it will continue to be taught irregularly and at lower rates in comparison to other courses. Okay. Thank you, Tyson. Mm -hmm. Here's another short message from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Whenever I smell my sweaty odor, there's only one insurance that gives me a peace of mind. Deodorant. Just one wipe under both armpits and I'm good to go for days. Heck, I don't even need to shower for this whole week. That's how good this is. Welcome back. To speak about potential solutions through the American legislature, we invite our second college home north correspondent, Lyric Amodia. How are you, Lyric? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Could you share a few thoughts on correcting this deficit through legislation? Yes, of course. I'd love to. Approaching this... African-American curriculum on a national level can also permanently and efficiently educate students on a mass scale. How do you think um, we can get this through the legislature? Um, I think that advocates in favor of this reform can propose a bill by inaugurating it in the House and on the Senate floor. So fixing it through state legislators, state by state, can also be a national solution. I really hope this can change our nation's youth and move to an era of change and inclusion. Thank you, Lyric. Thank you so much. Also to share with us some federal solutions from within the executive branch is College Hall South correspondent Vanessa Joseph. Hi, Vanessa. Hello. Could you share with us how an agency like the Department of Education could be used to remedy this problem? Of course, I'd be happy to. Because mm -hmm. of the 10th Amendment, most education policy is decided at the state and local levels. However, 
um, builds its curriculum with great participation of national academic subject groups by the United States Department of Education. Okay. So it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. In the United States, we have history content standard content standards. Could you go into me. that a little more? Um, so the curriculum is it's curriculum that is only required um, for each grade and for the standard um, for African American history, mm-hmm. um, we only touch base on colonization and settlement from 1585 to 1763 Mm -hmm. and this goes into why the Americans attracted Europeans and why they brought enslaved African Americans to their colonies. Okay. So basically the only topic discussed is primarily just slavery Um, and this should not be the case. These academic subject groups selected by the um, United States Department of Education um, need to acknowledge African American history on a greater level. Yes. That it's more than just slavery and evaluate that um, and correct that problem. Expanding students' knowledge on American African American history is a necessity. Okay, thank you Vanessa. Thank you for having me. By giving American students a standard curriculum for African American history, educational repair can pick up pace throughout the nation. It will take time, but a set of national standards will expedite the process towards understanding. Thank you for tuning in to HE Repair.